Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Joy Dooling, and you are listening to the Joy of Membership podcast. This podcast is for membership leaders. So we talk about strategies for attracting, engaging, and retaining members. But that's not entirely the focus of the show, because let's be honest here, there is no shortage of advice out there on best practices in membership. What we need to talk about is how to actually make those things possible in the real world, how to be absolutely sure that growth practices are going to stick, how to make those things easier, more consistent, and even automatic in some cases. Sound good? Then stick around because we're about to jump into it. Joy here, host of the Joy Membership Podcast, and I have a really special ask for you this week. We are coming up on the one year anniversary of this show. Can you believe it? I know it's gone by crazy fast. The first episode aired on August 5th, 2020. So in celebration of this milestone, I'd like to turn the microphone around to you and ask if you would mind sharing just one thing that you've learned over the past year that's been helpful to you around growing your membership, providing an exceptional member experience, or simply doing this membership building work that we all know and love. Could you do that for me? I'll be making a compilation of these lessons learned for release on the podcast. So your submission does need to be in audio format. I've tried to make that easy for you by putting up a recorder at joyofmembership.com slash anniversary. Your recording doesn't have to be long. Just share who you are, who your organization helps, and what a key takeaway from the past year has been. I can't wait to hear your thoughts and in advance, thank you for helping me create this very special anniversary episode. This week, I'm featuring a replay of an interview that I did with Ali Bridge, the chief marketing officer for Bonjouro. The thing that I love about Bonjouro is that they are all about personalized touches, and they believe that video can help you convert, onboard, and support your members. I have to agree. I have off and on used video over the years in my own customer experience, and I'm always impressed by the effect. I do find myself challenged sometimes to carve out the time to do personalized videos, but I know that it's always worth it when I do. Ali addresses that issue of finding the time and doing the things that are worthwhile during our conversation. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic after you listen in. Let's jump into the conversation. Hey there, welcome back. I'm Joy Dooling, and I'm glad that you are here with us. I have a special guest today. I've mentioned in the past that we were going to have Ollie Bridge with us from Bonjoro. Whenever I share it with people in my member experience design programs, they always love the idea of it. But when you actually get into the implementation, that's when people start having questions about, well, how do I actually use this? And how do I make the time? And all those sorts of things. So Ali is going to share with us what he has seen working with membership organizations that use Bonjour as a tool. So welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, really glad to be here. I think memberships is 
has been a really strong sort of niche for us as a company. In the last, we've been going about three, four years. And actually, the last sort of six, 12 months, seen a lot of memberships users. So I'm excited to talk to, to you and your audience. Fantastic. So I sent an email out to folks on my list earlier this week, and I just kind of introduce the topic of using personalized video as an engagement strategy. And it's something that I've always loved doing because it feels very different. And I have to tell you that right after I sent that email, I mean, within like two or three hours, I actually got a bonjour back from someone in my audience. And it's not someone that I had interacted with previously. I mean, she's been on my list for a while, but now that we've had kind of that bonjour exchange, I feel like I know her. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome to kind of have that experience. But for people who aren't familiar with the whole idea of personalized video, what are we talking about? So I'll just quickly say about your experience just saying it's really interesting. Like that's the sort of core part of it. That's the the value of this thing. It's like building relationships, Mm -hmm. Um, getting a personal video from someone when you receive, when you really experience, I guess, the true power of it. And it does tend to lead to these like relationships that you didn't expect. It's really interesting. But we're talking about really when it comes to video and and, and bonjour at all itself is using video at specific points in your customer's journey or your member's journey to increase their levels of engagement, maybe to convert more members, maybe to increase engagement, retain more members, all these sorts of things. So it's not just sort of using video for video's sake, it's really thinking strategically about your own customer journey and your funnels, whatever it might be, and putting it in at the right points to elevate uh, your customer's experience, to elevate those relationships. So yeah, you know, a lot of stuff you can do with it. For me, I always like to start with like a bit of a mental model as to where you should use video and where you don't really need to use it, if that'd be useful for me to share with you. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, with the personalized video, I mean, most of the ones that people send through Bonjour are the ones that are created for just a single person. They're like, hi, Susan. Hi, Bob. And so the person who receives it knows that that video was created specifically for them. I know that's not like the only way that you can do videos but that seems to be the most common thing i see with bonjouro yeah that's worth saying on a sort of basic level bonjouro lets you send a personal video by email to a specific person maybe on your email list and it'll be to them so you'll say their name you'll relate to their uh, specific context there's other things you can do as well with bonjouro and i'll I'll come back to this later you don't have to do it just one-to-one but that's really where we've seen the most power in terms of driving action and getting those relationships as well with your customers. Awesome. All right. Share the mental models with us. I think like any sort of marketer, salesperson, it's good to have a mental model to break down simply where you should use something and how you should do something and where it fits and where it doesn't fit. So for me, personal video, so when we're talking about this personal video and one-to-one stuff, there are three things I'll talk about. So you've got a sort of low-touch part of your funnel or low touch part of your customer journey okay medium touch and high touch and i'll talk to those so low touch for me is not where you're going to use personal video so it's more sort of transactional stuff in nature so you know you're talking things like password resets or just like you know someone buys something and you send them like a a purchase receipt these sorts of things you know you don't really need to be looking in that space with personal video for me you can still use like cool personal touches in those bits so like little brand flourishes i know one of uh, i love a company called zest.is and every email they send to you that's like one to many that's to the whole list they always sign it off with uh, like have a zesty day like their their (laughs) brand logo is a lemon and it's just those little things i think they work still in that low touch environment transactional Mm -hmm. 
And then below that, I think of in touch being educational. And this still isn't one-to-one, it's one-to-many. So for this sort of thing, you're thinking maybe like a screen recording or you're thinking something like a webinar or a live stream like this. Right. So sort of medium touch, you want to touch everyone. And you want it to feel quite personal um, and really have a lot of your context and your brand and speak to them. But it's not just for that person. So I think, yeah, things like this, webinars, screen recordings are great as well. We put a screen recorder in Bonjoro that's free HD and you can send screen recordings to people on any channel. But personal video for me is really about, so there's two things. So this, I call it high touch. And high touch for me is where you're trying to drive action. So you want someone to convert into a lead. You want someone to join your Facebook community. You want someone to do something. So for me, don't waste the opportunity to drive action on using another type of medium. So don't do a sort of one-to-many thing when you really want to drive action. So if I'm trying to drive action at Bonjour as a marketer, I'm always thinking, you know, how can I do this? Let's try and do something as personal as possible. Yeah, I like that. So I like the idea of it being um, high touch, but not overly automated and that you don't want to be overly automated when you really want to drive someone to take a specific action. So with my clients, I'm always talking about the stages of member experience. And so sometimes you're talking about people very early on in the experience and you're wanting them to convert from being a prospect to a member. But then there's all of this stuff for membership organizations that happens after that. So you want them to get some quick wins when they first join. You want them to actively engage as they get into the programs. You want them to be able to refer their friends. You want to prepare them for, hey, you got a renewal coming up and here's the value that we've delivered. And then you want to like say thank you when they've actually renewed. So I really think there are all of these kind of opportunities that will arise during a member experience for, you know, you to use a tool creatively like Bonjoro. Do you have um, like any examples of membership organizations that you've seen using Bonjoro effectively? Yeah, so I've, I've been looking through some membership organizations that Bonjour customers this week. And I'm actually, I'm always writing case studies and um, articles, guest posts and things. I came across actually a guy, a guy called John uh, from a company called Bulldog uh, Mindset has been using Bonjour. He's actually using it, I guess, at the top of the funnel. So in terms of conversion of more leads. So I think his process and his flow is someone comes in either, I think it's either downloads a free guide or joins a free part of his membership uh, site and he then sends a personal video to every single one of those people and he actually did a really awesome and great for me as a marketer he did a split test so he did 200 videos wow. to these warm leads and then 200 not videos and so not sending them a video and he said like the first five he sent he's like always oh, this going to work so he went through all 200 really stuck with it and he took his conversion percent up to a paid membership from five percent to ten percent in that time and actually I spoke to him this week and he said it's gone up he's now doing videos for everyone and his conversion percent is up to something like 12 or 13 so really interesting like he did it rigorously new leads hitting some sort of free lead magnet or free part of his membership and really then sort of using his videos to drive that action to his paid part of his site which is really cool 
That is very cool. I mean, just a couple of percentage of points, especially when you're talking about a volume, you can make a huge difference in financial gain in um, member satisfaction and all of that. That's cool. Okay. But hearing that he did 200 um, videos, (laughs) that leads to the first kind of concern that I tend to hear from people. You know, when we're talking about this in the member experience design program, people are like, oh, this sounds really cool. Then they start like doing the math in their head and they go, well, gosh, if I did have to do, let's say even have to do a hundred of them in a month, you know, it takes me two minutes to create a video. That's like 200 minutes. And oh my gosh, that's almost four hours worth of extra work. And where am I going to find that? If I can't do this at a volume that is meaningful for my organization, then should I do it at all? So what do you say to people who are just kind of concerned about this being extra work? I think there's a, a couple of things. So there's one is like, you know, what are you already doing that might be taking that time? So you might already be doing like phone calls or whatever it might be that sort of takes a lot of time and mm-hmm. are you getting results? So to do the work that matters thing, but related to that, a bit like I talked about with John is, it's like test stuff at a small scale. So never go all in straight away. So you could take, you know, 10, 20 people, in your organization and do it for them and see the results and then figure out if you want to scale it before going all in. And if the results are good enough and coming back to this, do the work that matters, it, it'll, it should make you think a little bit, okay, what else could, what could I take out of my day that might be taking up some of that time? It's probably not having the same results. So there's a bit of that sort of do the work that matters thing in it. There's also, I think, a level of segmentation that matters. So I think any organization should be you know, really thinking seriously about their segmentation. And like on Bonjour, part of my job here is I created this thing called the Video Funnel Playbook. And it's all these plays of how you can um, use video, but also telling you where you should be using it and how you should be segmenting your customers, what triggers are really right for when you should, should be sending personal video. So I think having a keen eye on the segmentation part, so you don't have to do it for everyone. But where are you going to do it that's going to make an impact for your organization? And then testing that in a sort of small chunk where you know it works and then you can scale it up. And it might be if you're already doing a lot of phone stuff, you could actually shift some of that over to video stuff if it's working better. So I I think that's a way of doing it. And also in terms of the technical element, like our product itself, we have stuff that helps scale doing video so actually we have a thing where you can pull in like customer data custom fields from your own crm into the bonjour app and you can actually see that when you're recording so you're not having to like cross reference back to an excel spreadsheet so there's that stuff and we have a uh, a thing called roll-ups as well so if you think there's a small group of vip customers where you don't want to necessarily do fully one-to-one you could select in the app sort of 10 of them 15 and send a one-to-many video to those people. So it's still personal, still in the moment, still got a lot of context, still feels really nice to them, but you're not having to record the same thing for every single person. So theoretically, if you had like 25 new people join this week, you could once a week do one of those roll-up videos and say, you know, we're really excited that you joined this week kind of yeah. thing. And Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's not like, hi, Susan, or hi, Bob, but it's still very timely and made just for those people this week. That's cool. I had not thought about the possibility of using the roll-ups in that way. So um, I am doing what you just talked about with the contact management software connecting to Bonjour. So when people sign up for something of mine, they come into my contact management system, and then I automatically see them in Bonjour. It can make that 
connection. So that's been very cool. I do like not having to do that cross-reference sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's the thing we're all about. Like the integrations piece is where Mm -hmm. we're really trying to be different to everyone else in the market. We're going really big on integrate with your system because then you can create these flows, these funnels, as I call them, video funnels. Um, And that's the key thing because it gives you, you don't want to do the thinking. You just want to be recording the videos and getting the great results. Yeah. Okay, so the other thing that comes up for people when I talk about this strategy is the informal nature of personalized videos. So most of the time when you're talking about associations and trade groups, they are more accustomed to the videos that are formal in nature, like something that you're going to post on your website, or you're going to send out to all of your people, or you're going to showcase at your conference. And so those are usually high production value, and they're scripted, and they're vetted by committees. And this is not what we're talking about with personalized video. We're really talking about holding up your phone and saying a quick little one minute, you know, personalized message to someone. And that makes some people very nervous. So what advice do you have for someone who's like, "Mm, we're used to doing something a little more formal than this? Yeah, a couple of things. Again. I think like the first the first one, again, is like you don't have to jump all in on it straight away. So it's the test thing. So what we always say when people come on board Bonjour is first, like send videos to your team, like get comfortable with that process, doing it, opening them, seeing what it feels like. But in terms of like polish, I think we've seen a bit of a shift from you know, like video hosting, still great, big, has its place. But there are so many organizations embracing the other side because people are ready for it. People are truly ready for this. Like we've had really interesting use case over here. We have a number of universities in the UK that use Bonjuro to reach out to students to try and convert them onto their courses. There's a process here called clearing. So if you didn't get your first university, you go into clearing and say, oh, I might go to one of these five universities. And we had a really great like early adopter uni, University of Bedford said, OK, we're going to get our academics to send videos to the prospective students to say, I would be teaching your course. You know, we truly value you here at this institution. And they converted, I think it was something like three and a half million dollars more students the year that they did this. They had those initial concerns like, okay, this, you know, it's not got the polish. But when they did it and the responses you get back, that, that's mm-hmm. the key thing. When you send this stuff and the responses you get back, you quite quickly realize within the first five ten videos that actually people really don't mind about that and of course you know there'll have to be some sort of internal vetting done on you know what sort of thing are we going to say like you know what's it going to look like you can get your branding on there and all that stuff but really yeah it's looking at those responses coming back in suddenly you will quite easily get the buy-in from the rest of your organization when you see that and that case study for me like university use case that's huge institution oh yeah Um, and they are really bought into it. And then everyone else saw that what they were doing and every other uni- university wants a bit of the action. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that is a perfect example. <laughs> if a large university can do it and they can create those pre-relationships between their faculty and potential students, I think that is a perfect model for an association that's trying to attract in um, new members and show that that relationship with the member is going to be special and engaging and that sort of thing. So, well, and I actually think that is the perfect place to leave our interview. Tell folks where they can learn more about Bonjuro and how they dive into this idea of personalized video if it's something that um, they're interested in exploring. So Bonjour itself, if you go to bonjouro.com, so B-O-N. 
J-O-R-O.com. That's where we live. In terms of the, I mentioned the video funnel playbook. That's quite a broad one. It's just at bonjourocom forward stroke video funnel playbook. I think if you Google video funnel playbook, it comes up. But really, we're really sort of hands-on organizations. So if you ever come on to Bonjour and go to our live chat, always happy to jump on a call and talk about your organization and where video would fit in. So, you know, come and say hello and we'll you know, say hello back and jump on a call. That'd be cool. Okay, well, I will be sure to um, put that link as soon as we close off. And that way people can go there and grab that. I'm going to go there and grab it myself because I don't think I've downloaded it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate you being here with us today. And I think what we've talked about is really going to spark some creative thinking. And I can't wait to hear back from all of you who are listening to this either here live or on the replay. I want to hear from you if you explore this idea and what you're thinking you might do with this or better yet, shoot me a bonjour and let me know. All right. So that's all for this week. I will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Have a great week and take care. Bye, Ali. Bye. Joy here, back with a few thoughts about this week's episode. You know, I love the impact of using video with my customers. The main way that I currently use it is in the Member Experience Makeover Program. When this program is not delivered live, you know, I don't have an entire group of people going through it at the same time, it can be a little isolating to do it completely on your own without live support. So I use video check-ins to see where participants are in the process of working the program. And I have one of those video check-ins for every module. And the tool that I use allows people to respond to me by sending a quick video back. Or if they don't like being on camera, they could just send an audio or an email in return. Now, the awesome thing about this particular approach is that it really helps create a personal connection. Even though I've never met most of the people who go through the program, I have noticed a big boost in engagement and completion rates, which is really great if you have run any virtual programs or your organization has courses that you want members to go through, you know that getting people to actually complete those programs when you don't have the support of a group all going through it at the same time, the completion rates can be pretty low. So I've noticed a big change now that I've integrated video into my strategy. I really want to encourage you to download the resource that Ali mentioned, the Video Funnel Playbook, because I think you'll find it super helpful. Not only does it just give you some ideas for where you can use video in your member experience, but there's also template language that um, you can use, you could build on. And while Bonjouro doesn't call them care points, because that's my word, (laughs) it is the same thing. We're really talking about those moments in time where you can connect with members, prospective members, donors, sponsors in a really meaningful way. So I'd like to encourage you to consider video and how it 
really might help you build connections and personalize the experience for your members. Oh, and speaking of experience design, I am doing a free webinar with DonorBox next Wednesday, July 28th at noon Eastern. The webinar is all about designing donor experience, how to attract, engage, and retain more donors. So during this session, I'm going to be covering basically three things. The three types of value that all donors are looking for. This doesn't matter if you are talking about a first-time donor, a returning donor, or those recurring donors that give month after month or year after year. There are three types of value that they are looking for. We'll talk about the life cycle of a donor relationship and understanding this structure gives you, your team, your board, a common language and provides a foundation for planning your donor experience. And then we're also going to talk about how care points apply to the donor relationship and why that matters. Because the truth is, it's not just about the money. It's about the relationship and building that relationship as strong as you can make it. So this webinar, I'm sure is going to get you thinking, get you talking about things back in your office. So if your organization really wants to attract and grow your donor base, I encourage you to register for the webinar over at the DonorBox site. And please join me. The easiest way to find the registration page is just by going to joyofmembership.com slash DonorBox. That's all I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Ali and that it gets you thinking about some creative things that you can do to, you know, really create some wow moments in your member experience. I will see you back here next week. In the meantime, take care. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one-pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech, joyofmembership.com slash tech, T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.